Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the GTM Kickback, the number one go-to-market leadership interview and strategy podcast in the world. We're back this week. Uh, it's just myself, and we're here in a bit of a continuation of a conversation we had just a couple of weeks ago uh, with a lovely man by the name of Graham Collins over at Quotapath, talking about the competitive landscape that is SaaS sales hiring and SaaS sales compensation in 2022 and beyond. Uh, this is one of the biggest shifts I've seen in the SaaS industry over the last 12, 24 months, and it doesn't seem to have any intention of slowing down. Uh, we're not just talking simple increases in, in salaries and OTEs, but fundamental changes in how reps are making money, how high their earning potential can go, and how resources, environments, and structure uh, is changing inside these companies to make those earning potentials more accessible uh, or not in, in many instances. And while there are a number of different variables that sort of go into and make up this, this change, uh, both intentionally and environmentally from everything that is happening in the greater economy and software ecosystem right now, um, there's a few key changes that I think both from a conceptual standpoint and a, a tactical standpoint put forth by many of these companies to help secure the top reps uh, that I'd like to highlight and just talk about for a couple of minutes with everyone. I think it is extremely vital as companies are in this war for talent right now, trying to hit these aggressive uh, growth goals, revenue goals, sales goals that leaders, investors, and, and, and just themselves have set out um, when you don't have the right talent, when you're having a, a hard time attracting, retaining, and sustaining the right talent at, at the highest degree you want, you need to look backwards into the fundamental changes of what's happened over the last 12 to 24 months, like I said, and take those ideas and see what you can implement, see what's affecting you, see what... Um, will help you get the top 10% of sales reps beyond anyone else as you can adjust, create a more attractive and fruitful environment, make reps more money, make you more money, and simply be more successful in, in the war that is sales hiring right now. Um, first one to lay it out there is, is not a shocker to anyone. I mean, it is a simple issue of supply and demand. The general demand for talented reps, extremely strong software economy, uh, massive amounts of venture capital funding and, and cash filled pockets to go out and, and get the right people at a premium. Um, they're all at all time highs. Uh, demand far outweighs the supply. Therefore, the cost goes up. It's simple economics. Um, salespersons have recognized this, taken advantage of it in, in a nice way, not in a manipulative way, but um, they are making the market in many ways a bidding war for top talent that's going to produce revenue for them. And that's what you need at the end of the day. And companies are there for it. The, the ones that have the cash, the ones that have the funding, the ones that recognize early on that either they pay this or they don't get it at all. It's a binary decision-making model um, where either they, they pay the premium, they get the right talent, they don't pay it and they don't get anyone at all. Um, 
they're acting on it. They're willing to pay increased guaranteed pays, increased commission plans from traditionally eight to 12% on general software sales. Now we're seeing upwards of 18 to 20%, um, lowering their margins on software sales to uh, secure this top talent. And while they're still making money, they're making less of it per person. They want to increase their revenue, increase their valuation. And especially in the early stage um, VC backed software space, I mean, that's what it is as they move towards liquidation events, and potential exits. And the prospect of securing any talent at all always sounds much better than no talent at all. Um, VC funding in particular, uh, the growth stage, right? That commercial growth stage from series B to series D rounds roughly and beyond is um, been running at an all-time high for multiple years. The top software companies in space right now, they have cash-filled pockets. They're spending money to beat their competition in every single direction, and they hire top salespeople quick and throw boatloads of, of money, of stock, of options, and competitive compensation and commission plans at them to take advantage of a very strong uh, market and very strong demand in the market and want to capitalize on it as quickly as humanly possible. Um, Next kind of big thing I've seen and shift is no shock to anyone either. Uh, Geo dispersion, remote work. Uh, more companies have the ability to hire reps from all around the world now. There are no barriers. People can work from anywhere, anytime, anyhow. Um, if essentially they have a cell phone and an internet connection, uh, most mature software businesses see absolutely no difference in you doing your cold calls from a high rise in San Francisco and ranch in the middle of Texas or in the beach down in Mexico. Um, and I think that's only going to further and further extremes. The work from home revolution and the hybrid work model has been decently trending for the last couple of years and very much hit a, a sharp increase in, in especially the tech sales world um, over the last 18 months. Uh, now we're seeing more things like uh, increase in digital nomads, people working and, and traveling on a regular basis and all sorts of white collar jobs and software. Um, work from anywhere revolution, as many people are coining it, and Airbnb sort of being the major tech and software company in the short term to um, really put a policy forward that um, not just allows that, but encourages that for their employees. And they have hundreds of thousands of persons locking to their job boards to take advantage of it. Um, with this concept, right, of geodispersion and just remote work in general and whatever way you want to package it, um, this expands software companies' boundaries to hire infinitely, giving them access to top people all across the world, giving those top people a better environment, a higher pay on average spread out geographically, right? There are no more uh, hubs, there is no more cost of living. You, you do the same job from the same place and at the same value proposition and same output, companies are going to pay you the same. And this gives on the, the other side reps a hundred times more opportunities to pick from. No one has to pick the company that's in their city and uh, sacrifice San Francisco or New York salaries anymore. They can work for the San Francisco or the New York company or anyone that is paying the premiums and they will uh, from wherever they are, whether it's Orlando or Austin or um, Kansas City, people will hire indistinctly and, and not even give it a thought um, as they're, they're looking for sourcing and, and speaking to candidates. And this makes it extremely competitive for most companies to stand down and secure talent, um, leaving 
compensation to be one of the main differentiators and going straight to the top. Um, another interesting thing that's come across is an increased compensation transparency, um, I guess, mindset across the entire market. You know, technology that's fueling this, a general sentiment around sharing compensation plans in, in the technology market and people knowing what value they bring, what the, I guess, earning potential is on, on a regular, whether they're having more conversations with recruiters and they have a better benchmark for what they should be making at their current skill level, uh, joining certain communities that are out there where they're having peer-to-peer -peer interactions much more often via technology, Slack groups, media companies, et cetera. Um, and really just, uh, I, I think a, a change in global work sentiment where people are much more open to having those discussions where it was generally taboo in, uh, in the past. And, and I think that's all fair game. People want to know how they benchmark against their peers. I think in sales, there are uh, direct outputs and quantifiable outputs. So you know to the dollar amount what your value is to that company. And you know what portion of that you're getting paid for. Um, and when you can compare that to others and see what value they bring and what portion they're getting paid for that, it's pretty clear cut and who stands out, who values those people the most, uh, who compensates them the most for certain levels of, of work and output. And people go where they're most valued and where they are paid the most. It's simple as that. Um, anyone that's left behind either has to be quick to catch back up or retain and, and regain the employees that, that may have left in the first place um, or suffer with the consequences. Um, there's a number of technology tools surrounding this. One of my favorite resources that I'll, I'll sort of highlight is a um, amazing company. Uh, it's a web application and, and sort of a peer-to-peer -peer sales compensation review platform called RepView, R-E-P-V-U-E. Um, one of my favorite resources I've seen in, in all of my time of recruitment. Um, anonymous peer-reviewed compensation data from all the major software companies ranked, stacked ranked across regions, across disciplines, across industries, across market segmentation, salaries and OTE ranges, quota expectations, percentage of team at quota, and how accessible it actually is to make those high uh, dollar signs and earnings. What is the culture like from a qualitative perspective? What is the lead flow? Uh, what are the product scores? How is it resonating with the marketplace? And um, all sorts of real core information that you need to make a decision on um, where you're going to take your sales talent <laughs> and make someone uh, buckets of money uh, in, in an amazing economy right now. And I think that's incredible. It's empowering to sales reps and it's transparent all across the board because it is a peer-to-peer -peer led and anonymous platform where good companies stand out and they win because of it and vice versa for those who don't. Um, sort of off the back of that, another big trend, I, I guess, in the entirety of the software community is the rise in, I guess, online niche community building over the last couple of years, meaning that community and advocacy groups are popping up left and right all across different platforms, across different social networks that are communities built around interest and professional interests. Um, B2B software sales being a, a, a large one, especially on things like LinkedIn and Slack and other professional development networks and communities, right? That help with information sharing. They help with 
best practices, mentorship opportunity, general networking with people in, in your space, and really just being a connector and facilitator of sharing information um, across a, a peer-to-peer base of technology sales reps. Um, you know, reps are empowered with more information, including comp companies uh, that they use to their advantage and, and put themselves in fair positions. Um, I mean, some of my favorite ones of these, everyone's heard of uh, Pavilion, um, Thursday Night Sales, led by Scott Lease and Amy Volus, uh, Rev Genius, fantastic Slack group that I'm a member of, Modern Sales Pro, Sales Hacker, Women in Sales, Bravado. I mean, good old fashioned AAISP for a number of in person events. And as simple as an expansion of subreddit pages and Twitter pages and LinkedIn pages and communities built around. Um, influencers or sales influencers on LinkedIn, like a Scott Lease or uh, a Barrows or uh, a, a number of different leaders that are, are out there and, and enabling and empowering sales reps to make better decisions and get what they're worth. Um, I'd say in all, uh, sales compensations really influenced by a number of different things. And no one of these is directly attributed to accelerating uh, that compensation, but in some people are empowered with more opportunity, with more information and more data points, more connection. And proof is in the pudding. I mean, when people are empowered, they, they have a, a better chance, a better opportunity and know their worth. And it puts top performing reps and one of the best positions that they've ever been in years and all of time for <laughs> software sales reps. And those that aren't top performing, especially in a market like now, I mean, no one slips through the cracks. Um, you know, it, it is very easy and it goes both ways. I mean, the, the virtue of transparency across compensation, across output, across value and across uh, just productivity um, in our space is very clear. And I think that's very important um, and it needs to be reciprocal uh, on, on reciprocated rather on both sides from, from those sales reps and those that are leading them and, and needing them, you know, and as companies are, are trying to hire or as they are trying to grow, as they're even just trying to retain and maintain their stable workforce and sales reps such as this right now, it's incredibly important to just be acutely aware of, the, aware of these trends why they're happening and position and adjust your roles, your compensation, your, your general sentiment around the salespeople that you're hiring. If you want to hire the top 10 sales percent, uh, top 10% of sales rep on the market. Um, and those that do it, I mean, there's no question they're doing extremely well. They're making money hand over fist and people are happy and staying in those companies. Um, so the proof is kind of in the pudding.